All right. Was that your car, Jaylene? I'm Arch. Sorry, I just turned on my car because it's hot. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. tell us. It's probably 80 degrees yeah. there. And it's freezing yeah, here. definitely, definitely. Miami sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> it's about 40 degrees. <laughs> yeah. You say it's hot. Right. I know, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. I love this background. But anyway, so today is the, uh, the probably the second or third digital networking session that we've had since we begun. And I want to thank people for participating. I have made lots of calls. I have some Florida um, people who may be on the next call. I have some uh, Los Angeles dentists and two attorneys who may be on the next call and uh, some people in Georgia. So it just takes time to make these phone calls. And I haven't been, no one has really gotten angry at me at all. You know, I mean, it's, it's like, I mean, who would not want to be on some type of platform to promote their business that's far better than some of these traditional networking sessions yeah. that, we're, that we're familiar with? I'm sure it's refreshing for them, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I know I've spent money at some of these traditional networking groups that I won't mm -hmm. mention the name, but I know, Greg, you have. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, painstakingly, I paid money and left empty handed. Mm -hmm. So I would like to start. We're going to have do three things today. We're going to, we're going to let Jaylene talk about um, just having that that courage and you know, that courage and, and fortitude to reach out to small business owners, even when it seems tough to do it, even when it seems tough. And then Greg is going to talk about term life insurance and some of the great benefits of, you know, uh, we like the IUL, but then some people may be at a point, a stage in their lives where the IUL may be outside of their reach, you know. But still, there is a great term product out there that offers uh, some significant benefits that, gosh, may, people may not be able to even receive in, in any with any other product. So, Jaylene, can you please tell us, tell our listening audience at the digital networking session, your experience with speaking with a lawyer, I mean, not a lawyer, a CPA in Miami about two years ago when you and I first started working together and you had to, uh, and you said, hey, you know what? I like this. I'm gonna go out and connect with this uh, CPA. Absolutely. When I started out, I was really scared <laughs> and I messed up a couple of times, but by the third time of getting the hang of calling different businesses, I was able to get in touch with a lot of different owners. And the following week, I was able to schedule with the CPA lawyer and um, I remember at first he wasn't quite sure, is this the right move? Should I really be meeting with you? And it took a moment, I would say it took two calls, phone calls, to try to, to get him comfortable to the idea of meeting in person and trying to help his business grow. And when we met in person, he was completely shocked. He did not think that I was gonna come at all. I brought him a, a, a nice French uh, dessert that he was surprised about as well, and he was really happy to see me. And unfortunately, uh, the deal didn't go through, but he was very impressed uh, because not a lot of people that say that they're going to help grow the business actually show up and say that they're and show the first action to being interested in helping the business. Right. So let me ask you a question. 
what type of butterflies did you have in your stomach, if any? Because <laughs> I don't recall you having. I mean, I, I was actually shocked. Not shocked, but I was like, man, you know, because Greg and I, we both know that that's something that most people would not do. But how did you feel as you were approaching this situation where you had to, um, where you're going to meet someone who has probably eight to 10 years in college, has a very prestigious CPA practice, um, legal practice there in, in South Florida. What were your thoughts? How did I, you I, feel when you, first, when you first, you know, getting ready, preparing yourself to do it? Absolutely. I actually didn't think about his skill asset or um, his experience. I was more looking at, I know that he needs help and I can be that person to facilitate that help for him. When I got there, one of the things that just helped me from being nervous is buying um, like a welcoming gift so that they feel more comfortable um, talking to me. And I smiled and I presented myself and he was just happy to see uh, the first, uh, somebody taking action. Um, but I wasn't scared. Maybe I was a little bit nervous but when you recognize why you're there and that you're there to help each other out, um, there's really nothing to be afraid of, especially when you have a bulletproof uh, system in place. Nice. And Jaylene, I, I, I think the system I can definitely uh, speak for, but I think your secret weapon was probably your smile too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things that people notice every time. Uh, it's my smile. And but. I was thinking, and anybody smiles. I mean, smiling is a is a sort of like an invitation to 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 let people know that you're friendly. I mean, how many people do you know show up to places with a with a a mean mug? You know, hey, I want to do business with you, but I have a mean mug. <laughs> so. Oh, absolutely. If you look scared, if you look nervous, um, nobody's gonna feel comfortable uh, in 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 investing in you. So absolutely. All right. So you want to close with anything? I know we have a, a phone number for you now. It's uh, area code 754-600-9997. That's a 321-BizDev line that rings directly to your phone for uh, Spanish-speaking uh, business owners or consumers that are looking to connect with you for 321-BizDev uh, services and uh, the digital networking session. So any closing comments before you go? Absolutely. Um, everything is scary unless you try it, and then the fear goes away completely, and you can do it as many times as you can after that. All righty. All right. Well, thank you. I know you got a busy day ahead of you, and I want to thank you for uh, being on the call. You can stick around if you like or go to mute if you like to hear what Greg I, – I would say definitely if you can be on mute and just listen to what Greg has to say. His information is very valuable, and I'll just start with the intro to Greg. Greg, since I've known him for almost 10 years, he's always been on the forefront of knowing how insurance policies work. Uh, he has always um, brought the best information to fellow agents and to consumers. So, Greg, without further delay, please introduce yourself and uh, you can start with the topic that you would like to bring to the digital networking session today. Yes, thank you, Rick. My name is Greg Marshall. I live in the East Bay in uh, California, near uh, San. We'll just call it near San Francisco. 
been in the life insurance uh, financial industry, geez, 13, 12, 11, 12 years, something like that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's bad. When, when, when I first started, it was like, you know, you know, I felt like I was really a youngster. Now I'm getting to be a, I'm actually a veteran. So trying to remember it out. So at least, at least about 12 years. And like Rick said, like we've been working together uh, off and on from that time and just kept in touch that it's really important to make sure that people understand uh, and educate folks on this because it's a, there's a lot to know in this particular area of life insurance. And there's a lot of ways that you can, you know, a lot of different directions to go. But the one that we're going to talk about today, like Rick mentioned, is specifically term insurance. So I'll, I'll just take, you know, just kind of give people an overview of what life insurance actually is. So as many people know that life insurance, you know, when somebody passes the family often gets money and with that money they can continue on with their lives pay the rent mortgage and you know continue that life so it's a transition a financial transition really and and there are a lot of different types of insurance and Rick had mentioned one of them some of them have cash value some are whole lives some are this or that but term insurance that a lot of people have heard of is is actually uh, the most affordable and that is one thing that is important in today's time because money is really tight for a lot of people. So you need a lot of money uh, or a lot of value for a little bit of money. And that's what term insurance actually provides. And so term insurance, the reason why it's, again, so valuable is that it, it's a low cost and it lasts for up to like around 30 years. So at least, you know, when you know you're, you have that coverage, you have that peace of mind for 30 years. In the event something that's unplanned of course most things in life are unplanned <laughs> and but if it does happen then you know your family or at least your whether you have an immediate family or your you know, siblings or uh you know mom and dad or a charity or a church that you want to give money to you might as well you know benefit allow somebody else to benefit from your you know no longer being alive because there's always somebody that could benefit uh, from that so if you can get in it, for example, I'll just give you a real quick example of, so a ballpark, a 40-year-old female that's in decent health, uh, say like for a $250,000 policy, roughly would be around $45 a month. And then for a $500,000 policy, around $75 a month. So men are a little bit higher than that just because women tend to live longer and generally more healthy. So the, those numbers would be up a little bit. Uh, from those and those numbers can vary widely due to a variety of reasons but mainly it's health and so that's uh, why it's really important to get life insurance when you're either younger because it's less expensive or when you are you know healthy so how much insurance you you need depends on a variety of factors as well usually there's an assessment just like when you go to the doctor your doctor he or she you know, does your blood pressure, weight, this, that, and the other, and to just kind of figure out what may be, if you're going in for a, you know, a situation that you can't figure out, they'll assess what that is, do your blood test, this, that, and the other, then they determine what to do from that point. So that's what, in the financial world, it's not an arbitrary number when I say 250,000. You may not need that much, or you might need a lot more than 500,000. So that's one of the important things, and, and I do provide those uh, complimentary evaluations and so that's really important to make sure that when you have a life insurance it is actually covering what you need uh, because you don't want to be underinsured that's and you don't want to be overinsured either you don't want to pay more for what you don't actually need 
So the a quick question though on on insurance. A lot of times people don't won't, don't buy insurance, and there's when I ask people a question, how much insurance would you get if it were completely free? You know, no charge, no premiums. And of course, typically the response is as much as I could possibly get. So in general, it's not that people don't understand life insurance and it's not like they don't understand the value of it. It's just often they don't want to pay for it. And because it's hard to, life insurance is a long-term uh, type situation where it's, it doesn't give you the immediate gratification. And in, in this society we live in, instant gratification really, really is kind of the norm. So at 30 years out, it's hard to wrap your head around paying for something for 30 years, and so that's part of the part of the challenge is that it's just it's it's hard to, to, for people to understand that that value versus the uh, the investment or the return on that investment. So when it but, but when you're dealing with your family, you want to make sure that your family or your business or what have you is is taken care of. If and of course we know that time is going to come, but we hopefully it's not going to be for a long time down the road. But we want to make sure that that safety net is in place. It's not for you in this case; it's for other people. And so, uh, when when you when people understand that the premiums actually are relatively low or can be low, a lot of times people think the premiums are a lot higher because all they've heard about is whole life. Whole life insurance is probably one of the most the expensive insurance. Uh, and so if that's your only example or comparison, then I can understand why, you know, people don't get insurance because it's, you know, it's, it's more expensive. Term is generally more uh, more affordable. So the health factor, like I, I mentioned earlier, is the biggest thing. A lot of my calls I get when, from frantic callers <laughs> that go get uh, bad health news from their doctor. You know, they got they had a checkup, you know, or an exam two weeks ago and then they came back for a follow up and the doctor says, oh, you know, you have diabetes or you, you know you had a small heart attack or you have cancer or whatever that's when i get a lot of my calls one and, and them asking whether they can still get that life insurance the one that they didn't get earlier now they want to get that now they see the value of the life insurance because now they're in a situation where they it may be you know they, they're gonna may need it <laughs> you know as they don't know how long they have to live or whatever the case is but the problem is there's something called the the life insurance gate and when that gate closes behind you, and it's usually because of health, that gate does not open again, which means you're medically unqualified or ineligible for life insurance. And there's nothing I can do about it. I, I do my best to help people get insurance. And I'm a broker, so I have a variety of sources and all that, but there's certain things I just can't do anything about. And so that's why it's very important to get life insurance while you're young, as young as reasonable, uh, or before you know your health begins to decline. So and now with that, there is another type of insurance, like I mentioned earlier, that where your family is normally the beneficiary, but you can actually be the beneficiary while you're still alive. And it's a policy that some policies uh, that include this benefit called living or a feature called living benefits. It kind of acts like a quasi disability plan. In the event that you give a qualifying medical event like a heart attack, stroke, cancer, diabetes, your policy may be may be able to pull uh, you may be able to pull money from that policy in order to again to replace your income in the event that you're not able to work because of that ailment. And so, not all policies have that. Some certain policies do. So that's a good feature to have if you feel that that's something that you know you may want to 
that may be important to you to make sure that you have some money while you're still alive. Because a lot of people are single. They don't have another income to back them up. So if you are single or you're just concerned that you're in a two-income family, living benefits is very important to have. Any, uh, and that's uh, really just a nutshell, in a nutshell what term. It's just affordable, and it's something that can give you a lot of bang for your buck. And, Greg, which states are you licensed in? Because I know that you have a license in multiple states, and you have um, kind of like, you know, top of the line premium, you know, access through the digital network chamber. So which sites? I call it my business at Chambers, the digital networking session. Mm -hmm. so which states are you licensed in? Say California, Nevada, Texas, good old Florida, as we were talking earlier, uh, Virginia, and Minnesota. I may be missing one, but at least those. <laughs> Oklahoma? Oh, thank you. Yes, Oklahoma. Wow. <laughs> Hey, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's another one out there somewhere. But uh, yeah, and yeah. soon, and soon it may even be Washington State and in uh, Georgia. So yeah, I can get a license anywhere. I just apply for a non-resident license. So if there's happened to be business that I need to do that I normally do business, I can usually secure one to help someone out if they're in a situation where they need life insurance. And I think our plans will be to help as many people across. Uh, America with their mm -hmm. uh, life insurance needs, their retirement planning needs, even yeah. people that may be high income earners and may have missed out on maybe some 401k, you know, 10, 20 years ago, and now they're in a position to pay or to, or to finance or fund their re retirement benefits within like three to five years. And we'll talk about that next. The next time we have, we come together sure. as a digital sure. networking session to talk about, and what is the name of that, that plan again? The, the one for the high income? Yes, sir. Uh, Kaizen. That's right. Kaizen. We'll talk, we'll talk yeah. about that because most of our sure. listeners are small business owners. And I don't think, I would say that maybe 90% of small business owners who um, have maybe a, a, they have a, uh, a forecast of having, you know, <clears throat> six figures coming their way, uh, free and clear that they can uh, fund their retirement now where they could not have funded their retirement five or 10, 15 years ago. I think we're going to have a great conversation about that, that plan. So, so yeah. thank you for that. Now I want to move to our topic, <clears throat> our sales topic for today. And let me just share my screen. So our sales topic, our sales system topic for today is about reverse engineering a sales system. And uh, this topic is, is coming up because, uh, whoop, I just got rid of it. I wanted to come back. <laughs> there it is. Oh, there it is. You, you guys still see it? Yes. All right. Okay, so and I'm learning with my, my little system here, but this topic is so important because when small business owners start out, and let's say they either start out or they have some struggle, and they say, I want to fix my, my business situation. And when I say business situation, I don't mean accounting, I don't mean, you know, human resources or contracting or, you know, 
trying to find a new maintenance company to clean the building. I'm talking about the front end piece. The front end piece is so different than the piece that says, okay, I got the client, I got the order, now it's time to fulfill the order. Uh, a, a lot of business owners, they don't think about the front end piece, but guess what, 321BizDev, we consider ourselves the front end sales system experts, and we can help small business owners focus on this front end piece. So a lot of small business owners, when they see a, a sales problem or they wanna fix a sales problem, they say, okay, I'm gonna start from the beginning and work my way through the process of getting to the end. Well, there's a challenge with that, that approach because if you don't know what the end looks like or if you don't know what the end should look like, you end up spending a whole bunch of time and money on on, on, on processes or plans to fix your business with regard to increasing uh, sales or adding new clients. So you may start from this left side and that's the, uh, the, the top side. You may start from the top side where it says contacting is blue and start some type of process. Then you figure out, oh, I don't, I don't wanna do that, but maybe you spent $5,000 already and you have to back up. And then you say, okay, well, I need, to, I need to identify some clients. So that's contacting and prospecting. And some slick marketer says, oh, yeah, we can help you with that. That'll, that'll be $25,000 per month. I know a CPA in Tampa, Florida that I was working with a year and a half ago. He was approached by, I'm sorry, it was a California company. And, <laughs> and the guy goes, the marketer guy goes, CPA? You pay us $20,000 for six months in a row, and we will make sure you have enough CPA clients. The problem was the ROI on $120,000 had to be something like $700,000 for it to make sense. So the problem with the $700,000, there was no way that this CPA could have generated enough could have generated $700,000 in business to make it make sense. In fact, he didn't even have the capacity to do $700,000 after paying $120,000. So I can't vouch for many marketing companies. I can just say that 321BizDev, we are focused like a, like, a, like a target, like a laser target on ROI. If it doesn't have the ROI built into what, anything we recommend or uh, provide consulting services for, we don't do it. If the ROI is not there, then it's not a good plan uh, that you should consider, and it's not something you will ever hear from 321BizDev LLC. So again, this company is moving from left to right, and so make a long story short, if they don't have some fundamentals in place, if they get to a closing situation, and I say that very like tongue in cheek, closing is a very, um, I would say a very uh, intentional, it's a, it's a purposeful uh, uh, point in your business. Closing, there, in other words, when you get to the closing phase, there should be high, a high probability that you're gonna add that client. Any situation does not, that does not have a high, closing probability means that something did not happen correctly in the contacting, the prospecting, the appointment setting uh, phases. 
So we, we really like to stress that as a company that when you get to the closing stage, you must know from the previous stages that things went well because you wanna close with a high probability. So let's say you get to the close and let's say the person says, yes, I wanna buy your product. There's one thing many companies miss and that's the last one, which is referrals. Referrals, you know, after a period of time should be the, the catalyst to drive your business. And what we see here at 321BizDev when a person gets to the closing phase and they get the check and they're either ready to start the work or it could be CPA, could be attorney, the case of close as an attorney. Sometimes they don't, they don't even think about the referrals and the referrals for a lot of businesses. For, for instance, I'll give you a great company that does great with referrals or repeat business. And that's Apple. <laughs> Apple does great. Don't, Apple, the only thing Apple needs to do is say, we have the next iPhone coming up and it'll be out 90 days and it'll, it's the iPhone 2014, you know, it's the 200 and the 2014th edition of the iPhone. Even though people have had the other 200, 2013 editions of the iPhone, you can best believe there will be a line at the door <laughs> or the online activity will be uh, intense for people to buy the iPhone 2014. So what does this all mean? If you look at the bottom where you see the uh, the start is kind of messed up, I kind of uh, cut it out a little bit, but what we want to talk about is starting at the end result and working backwards. So let's say a, a company says, I want to make $500,000 per year. That's That's the end result they want. The first thing I would ask them is, did you get referrals from your last client? Okay, so if you didn't get referrals from your last client, that's the place where you want to start. How come your last client is not sending you, you know, 5, 10, 20 re referrals because they had a great experience with your company? So once, once you identify that, okay, I need to, I need to get some referrals in order to continue having revenue stream and income, let's move to the next one. That client that you closed, what was their experience? Well, to close, and you want an 80% probability to close, and that's what 321BizDev promotes. If you use the 321 uh, sales system, selling without appearing to sell, you're gonna have an 80% probability that you will close. So you ask yourself this question, how did the closing go? Well, was the, was the closing rocky? Well, how can we fix that? Well, what causes a, a situation to be rocky at closing? Well, it has to be the three previous stages, the appointment setting stage, the prospecting stage, and the contacting stage. And so you have to say to yourself, well, how did I connect with this person to have the appointment? Well, if it was through some type of digital advertising, uh, website, uh, contact, uh, you probably probably didn't have a lot of um, interaction with this person. That's the reason why you have to make sure this closing phase is, is goes great using the 321BizDev prospect interview form. So let's move to the prospecting stage. Let's say 
you connected with this person in a in a telephone or 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 face-to-face -face prospecting situation how did that go if if that went well or let's say it didn't go well but you still ended up closing how can we fix the prospecting stage so that your next closing isn't rocky and then finally you get to the contacting stage um, and guess what folks if you're listening and watching you need lots of contacts without a, a major pipeline of contacts without a, a large number of contacts it is very unlikely to have a large number of closings and your business make enough money to to be viable and to survive so 321bizdev we have a training called selling without appearing to sell it's a six to nine hour training session that we highly recommend to small business owners who are attorneys cpas dentists general contractors, plastic surgeons, uh, uh, tile specialists, insurance agents, real estate brokers, or any traditional small business owner where their ticket prices or commissions are $1,000 and higher. And uh, we will talk about that more and more. And now that we have the digital networking session, I can freely start including these tips on these sessions that we have on Tuesday, Thursday, and perhaps Friday. And I gotta, I gotta add one quick reason why I'm able to do this now than before. About five years ago, these guys in Texas, I don't wanna say stole, but I had a lot of 321BizDev uh, selling without appearing to sell uh, content on the internet. And these guys, I, but I only had 20% of it on the internet, not the whole thing but I was getting ready to put the whole thing on the internet. And these two guys from Texas actually took 20% and tried to use it, but because they did not have the remaining 80%, it blew up in their face and they looked not um, professional to the group that they were trying to share it with. And I discovered this because I signed on to something where I found and I saw that they were using it. And I said to myself, that's my stuff. But I said, also said to myself, it's gonna blow up in their face because they don't have the whole thing. So with that said, Greg, do you have any closing comments on what I just talked about in terms of having like a sales system or a sales process? Yeah, I know it's uh, very apropos because the, the beginning part of the whole equation is contact. So if you don't have anybody to talk to, you can be the greatest skills and have the, the greatest clothes and whatever, and it won't do you any good. Because I know what you've taught me over the years, uh, that's the most important thing. So your main focus has to be, but it has to be qualified, quality contacts, because you can go through a whole phone book if you would remember the old phone books, but, yes. but you're just, you're just, you're wasting, you're spending a lot of time so you taught me how to funnel and to refine those contacts. So at least when you're you're contacting folks, you know they're at least they're they have the ability, they're interested, they have the ability to purchase, you know, all the you know the sales uh, indicators. Uh, and so that's why I focus what I'm doing now is focusing. I'm created a niche, and so now all the people I'm talking with are nearly are nearly prospects, are good prospects, as opposed to having to weed through endless amounts of people only to find out that only one percent of them were even interested why don't i create a situation where i'm dealing with a more interested 
you know, uh, environment or, or demographic, and that's made a big difference. All right. So, Jay Lee, are you still there? If you are, you can unmute yourself. Do you have any closing comments? All righty. So, without uh, just to close, I just want to say my name is Rick Napier, the CEO at 321BizDev, and the, the first company that I can find that has a digital networking platform for small business owners to connect in a, in a forum where it won't cost you $700 a month, you won't uh, drink coffee and in and leave the, 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 the networking forum with just coffee in your belly and maybe a donut. So, <laughs> so without that, I want to thank everyone for attending today and uh, take care and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Rick.